Welcome to this episode of Talk Commerce, where we explore how merchants, agencies, and developers experience commerce. This week, we interviewed Joseph Maxwell with Swift Daughter. We discuss how important it is for a developer to get a certification on an Adobe product. We discuss how everyone on a team should have a certification or accreditation on an Adobe product. We talk a little bit about agencies and how agencies need developers to get certified and how merchants need to make sure their agency has certified developers. Joseph introduces his new book, The Art of E-Commerce Debugging. With Gentle Creative, partnering with the client to help fulfill their strategic growth, serving the world as an Adobe Gold partner and Big Commerce Elite partner. Wagento, the code of commerce. This episode is sponsored by Eway Corporation, the partner of choice for technology, infrastructure, and enterprise-level digital solutions, and AWS Select Consulting Partner, Eway Corporation, forward together. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. Welcome to Talk Commerce. Talk commerce. I'm not going to make you sing a song like I've done some other people, but Thank I'll you. do it again. All right. Do 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 do. Talk commerce. Woo. Swift daughters here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph, go. It's good to be on here. I appreciate it, Brent. And uh, yeah, so I'm Joseph. Uh, run a company called Swift Otter uh, here in the Kansas City area. And we do two things. Hopefully we do two things well, but we uh, we build websites on the Magento platform, getting into the Shopware platform as well, and some big commerce as well, and uh, we do training. So my goal is to help e-commerce developers become excellent e-commerce developers um, as they tackle some really difficult challenges solving solving problems for merchants every single day. So that's that's my elevator pitch. Great. Thank you, Joseph. It's great to have you here. And uh, be here. originally yeah. I had you on for barbecued ribs, but I think maybe this is more, this is more relevant to our conversation. Yes. <laughs> um, so let's get started right off with testing. Um, I know that Swift Otter has been out there with practice tests and it is the go-to place, mm-hmm. dare I say, for Magento testing. Tell us a little bit about how you got into that and why you got into that. You know, it's it's one of those classic stories you you hear in the wild of people saying they never really intended to do something and they kind of just fell into it. And that is pretty well how I got started uh, back in. Well, actually, it goes back to 2011 when I got it started in Magento. Uh, certifications have always been important to me. I long story short, but I was I, even before that, I did construction work and got inspired, figured out a way that I could get uh, be able to take, get my electrical uh, electrician's certification and plumber certification, went through that process. Uh, so before that, I, when I was 15, I got my A plus certification. So I don't know why, but certifications have just always been a big part of me, what I do. Um, Magento comes along, I'm like, well, let's get certified as well. So that was back in the early Magento one certification days, got certified, um, it was just a feeling of great exhilaration when I got certified. It was, it was terrific. Um, went through that process. I got all of the Magento one certifications, uh, by the, I, I took the last one and imagine, um, 2017 maybe. And then Magento two rolls around They re- redo the certifications. And I'm like, boy, how can I, how can I take these tests and, I started applying the same ideas as with Magento One, 
um, I built out what I, I wrote out a study guide. And then I was thinking, maybe if I just share this with people and that really, that really helped. Like people wanted to know this information. They were hungry for this information along the same lines. And I built the practice test. Uh, and then that's pretty well how everything got started. Just, and ultimately I started charging for them. You know, I was, I was investing a ton of time into it and had to kind of justify that time in one way or another, but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's literally my story of how I got started. That's great. Yeah. And I, and I know before the interview, we talked a little bit about our audience and who this would like to target. And the realization is, is that the most people that listen to this podcast are developers and want a certification. So you're actually the perfect person to talk about this. Uh, and I, I certainly have, since we're, we're very involved in India, we do get a lot of people asking about how do I get a certification and how can we do this? And I yes. always point them to your, to your uh, well, practice you. tests and, and your website. Uh, Cause it is a great tool. Um, <laughs> Just I love my I love my friends in India. They, I, I there's something that I that really stands out from people in that region. Uh, it, they're they're so hungry to learn, and uh, I mean just incredibly hungry to learn. And that 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 strikes a deep, uh, resonates deeply with me. Um, and I, that's my goal is to be hungry to learn, no matter what it is. I want to learn it, uh, and and ultimately then share it too. So. Because ultimately learning, I don't, I think learning benefits me so much, but then as we all collectively share our learnings, that benefits everyone a lot. Absolutely. So tell me as a merchant, why would I insist on having a certified developer work on my website? And why would I have an, why would I want to have an agency who has a team of certified developers working on my website? That is a touchy subject, and I'll just I we can go down that rabbit hole a little ways uh, in a minute. But from a merchant's perspective, I think certified developers prove that they have a attained a level of knowledge. Um, ultimately, my goal is in a, in when they have proven that they have attained this level of knowledge, they actually go above and beyond in the process to gain that knowledge. So certification says this person, this candidate has enough knowledge to pass this test. And obviously it's entirely dependent on the quality of the test. In my experience, my conversations with people, Magento tests are incredibly high quality. So they, in other words, they vet, they do a good job vetting those who should have the test versus should who should not have the test. But in order to get that knowledge, uh, in order to get the certification, you have to have a certain level of knowledge in order to pass the test. And I find, in, and in my conversations that I'm talking, as I talk with people, this level of knowledge greatly improves the final end product that a developer will deliver. It, it bypasses, well, it proves that you're not necessarily a beginner, that you've overcome a lot of these beginner challenges. Uh, and again, it comes back to the quality of work, your output, uh, that it's going to be more bug-free. It's going to use more core Magento features, which ultimately improves the long-term durability of the product. So uh, that's that's where I find the benefits come from a uh, someone who is certified. They build a better product. Yeah, and I always say that just passing that test is very difficult. And if you know Peter Manichek, who now has developed all the current tests that are out there for Magento yes. with the help of our community. 
which we'll talk about later. Um, (laughs) You upright uh, one of them. They are not memorization tests anymore. And let's just say some of the Magento One tests were memorization tests. And I remember having conversations with uh, agencies. There was one particular agency that had, they they said they had two or 300 certified developers and they had a, a churn of six weeks to get your certification. And really it just comes down to memorization. Right. Um, but the new test is very difficult. Um, and mm-hmm. it gives, again, going back to the merchant, it tells you just because they've passed the test, they have to have a certain level of knowledge. It doesn't yes. mean that they're the be all best Magento developer mm-hmm. in the world, but it does mean that they're at a level standard that you can judge them by objectively rather than subjectively. And there's gonna be a whole bunch of things in there that say this developer is, is, is strong in this part, but it is sort of that foundation just like uh, a person, uh, a company wants a degree of a person that they hire. Sometimes they just want a degree knowing that they've been able to go through four years of college yes. uh, to say that they can commit to that. Um, so myself, I went through eight years of college and then started a business. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we won't, we won't go down that rabbit hole either, but I think yeah. going back to the point is that it, it is, the tests are very difficult, uh, and to get to that point, you have to do a lot of studying to pass it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and again, it's very difficult. In, my, in the conversations I have with merchants, they want a product that works according to the, their specifications, and that's as bug-free as possible, right? And merchants don't have the cash on hand to hire a developer to check these people that are coming in or this agency, that sort of thing, or many merchants don't. So that, and that's why they leave it up to the agency. Well, uh, the problem is they, the, the code, the, the product that comes back in might function according to the specification specifications, but long-term it might be just a pile of spaghetti um, the, the backend code. And I think the certification um, pr- helps them, gives that, them that assurance that, uh, well, of course, the developer is capable of doing anything even after they get the certification. The developer has had that understanding. They have that knowledge. And it is that to that bar that the merchant can hold them accountable to. Um, and, I, and I think it gives, it gives the merchant a feeling of peace. It's good for the agency. The agency understands that this developer has, again, like you said, kind of like a college degree, just a little easier to get. Um, the, the developer has achieved this level of knowledge. And the developer themselves, they hopefully have gone through this rigorous uh, study time frame. And I, like I tell people, I consider, at least from a developer's perspective, the certification to be, I don't know, 10 to 20% of the value. The other 80 to 90% of the value is that run-up to that study. That that period time frame of study, three, four months, whatever it is, of intense uh, review of the Magento code, uh, understanding what Magento wants you to know in order to pass a test, that's where the real value is. Uh, because... That is the stuff that's directly applicable to uh, the work that you do on a daily basis. The certification is just the proof that you took that time to study. Yeah, and I think uh, typically they 
they say something like you should have a year of PHP or a couple of years of PHP. So you should yes. have something uh, under your belt to even start it. Right. Um, so, you know, my colleague, uh, Derek Harlick, who's mm -hmm. a big proponent of front end, um, not front end, of merchant or admin level training. And that's what he has devoted his at least a quarter of his life to, I can say that, uh, in, in merchant training. Um, wow. I know that there's always a push and pull. And certainly when Magento U was around, the focus was always on the developer. Mm -hmm. um, there is a uh, Magento certified special admin specialist, or you know the exact name of it now, Adobe certified business practitioner. That's the one um, yes. that uh, that is out there. And now expert now, business practitioner, expert business practitioner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's also a number of courses that were developed around that one for catalog and page builder and some things that uh, different um, uh, that let's just call them system architects can utilize to help help merchants come up with um, solutions that work. And as much as they can know about the code, they need to know more about what the code is capable of and then, right. and then giving solutions on that code. Um, so it's, it's always been Derek and myself's argument that that certification is as important as the other certifications Mm -hmm. uh, especially from a, when you're first going into it. And I know that Derek is also teaching a course on, on discovery project discovery. Like there's an Adobe yeah, course good. now on this discovery. I mm. almost feel like that should be like, they should create a full stack for, uh, architect course that doesn't include this master architect certification that you have to be a developer to pass. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But there should be a master architect front end, not front end. I don't want to say front end. I want to say admin or something like there's people that know a lot about how Magenta works that don't, wouldn't be able to pass the code test, i.e. myself, but I could pass this next test about how the system works and how it goes together. Yeah, that's a very interesting comment. What I've the feedback that I hear as well is that the business practitioner is almost too tough. People are asking for an easier version, like just an admin only uh, version of that. Which I'll be curious to see if Adobe does that. I I hope that they will do that. I know it's been discussed quite a little, and I'll be see I'll be curious to see how that pulls out. But but I agree that a having a master level on the on the solutioning side. It could be very helpful because very important actually. Um, be, just because there is a lot that goes into building a Magento project. I mean, maybe if you just pitch a theme on something and you know you have hundred SKUs and not much customization, I think we could argue that that would be a case for big commerce at that point. Uh, but you know, as you really start getting into the weeds on a custom pricing engine or uh, a, a ERP integration that's not just, you know, a module that you can install. Uh, you, the architects need to have very deep knowledge of Magento um, in order to be able to successfully pull off that project. I, and, and I think having a validation along those lines could be very helpful. Um, that said, that said, the, um, the, my, the way I remember the numbers, the architect 
test or the previously known as professional developer plus that had like, uh, I think 5%, five to 5% or less of the people of passes, uh, not, not passes uh, of, of the total Magento certified count, like 5% or less of those were uh, master architect or previously professional developer plus when the uh, directory was uh, freely available. So it's not too many people who are willing to, uh, to jump for that. Um, but I think it's, it becomes a very solid credential for those who do have that knowledge. And it becomes a, um, you might say a key differentiator at that point, a very key differentiator. Yeah. And I, I'd like to dig into that a little bit more, but first let's just finish up the topic of this, uh, of the, of the solution specialist. Um, yeah. I, I would I would agree with you and I would say that they should have say a catalog practitioner somebody that can somebody that is managing their catalog maybe they know a little bit about promotions um, but they right. don't necessarily have to know how everything is put together their primary goal is to run magento not to know as much as you know about the solution specialist test Exactly. And again, I'm, I'll just keep saying that because that's what it was called. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then no having the, the typical <laughs> yeah. solution specialist, but then this master architect, uh, at Adobe Commerce practitioner would be a great mm -hmm. test to have as a you know top level test. Mm -hmm. um, and right now, like you said, there's that uh, there's a master architect, which seems like it should be this architect test, which it's not, it's a developer plus test. It's, yeah, that's what it is. And, yes. and you're exactly right. And I don't know if you've done any, any polling or any, any deep um, uh, number crunching on LinkedIn, but there's not that many people that even advertise that they have that test. So it is a very difficult yeah. one to get. My numbers came from uh, back when the Magento certification directory was publicly accessible. I've I haven't, I have the data from that. And yeah, it was, it was a very, very small number. Um, it might even be less, less than 5%. I think I might be being generous when I even say 5%. Um, maybe is there a hundred or 200 of those master architects sort of certified master architect previously professional developer plus there might be one or 200 of those worldwide. Yeah. So let's, let's now dig into that comment you made about the reason developers need to get their certification Yes. Um, I, and I, I'm sure Kalen Jordan would tell us that you get this much more money as a percentage of your salary by having mm -hmm. that certification. And so if you are employed by a Magento agency and you're sitting on your hands uh, and you're not spending some extra time to get that certification, you should get it. And if you're employed at a Magento agency and they don't give you a bump in pay when you get that certification, tell your boss that you should get a small, some kind of bump in pay for getting that certification. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, I'll probably get heck for saying that, but I, <laughs> I, I believe that that's what yeah. should happen. Like these are important things. And again, going back to that, from a career standpoint, this is the best thing you can do as a, as a developer is to yes. get that certification. Absolutely. And, and I, it's a it's a difficult conversation. Like I said, it was, it's a can of worms because the uh, let, let's just say I am not aware of, aware of a single unemployed Magento developer. Uh, it's just how it works. Like, I mean, maybe there is it exists, but let's just say the unemployment rate in Magento, the Magento developer community, is like almost zero percent. 
Uh, it's just because they're in such high demand. And I think the challenge comes in uh, when, and I, I've heard this over and over again, when somebody gets their certifications, the recruiters start knocking on their door, just like beating their door down. And they're coming in with some really flashy uh, promises of, uh, you know, X amount, X uh, salary increases and all that. And it, it puts the original agency or the agency they're currently working for in, kind, in a bit of a bind. Um, because in, in a lot of cases, they might have paid at least something towards getting this test, uh, maybe invested in training or at least given them some time every day to, to be able to study uh, for taking the test. And then person gets certified immediately they leave. So what, what I always suggest to people in this, that case get certified. Absolutely. Whatever it takes. If you're, if you're, if their company, your agency uh, is, is um, helping you get certified, do that, but then hang around for six months to a year. Um, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Um, jumping ship. I mean, maybe if the salary increase is absolutely enormous, but uh, the grass usually isn't as green on the other side as it seems like it is. And so you're familiar with your current agency, you know, the workflows, you know, the merchants that you're working with, all of that. So stick around for a little while, um, hold off on that, that jump. And maybe after six months to a year, uh, just take things slowly. And that would be maybe a time to consider, but try to give your company a, a good return on investment. Uh, and so, so I hope that makes sense. It's just that I, I I've seen it. It's, it's such a can of worms because ultimately at that point, many agencies have held off on saying uh, we want to get you people, you guys certified because they know that once they get certified, they're going to immediately start jumping ship, even though the merchants want it. Uh, the developers, many of them do want it. Uh, it's just the agencies are in that difficult position because you know those job offers will start flowing in as soon as the certification happens. Yeah, so that uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call this herd certification immunity. There's, a, <laughs> there's, if there's enough a developers in there. Yep that are certified mm -hmm. and it takes away from that worry that an agency would have um, that their developer is going to get stolen or poached or whatever you want to call it. Yep. Um, and as a developer, you're still going to get that great pay, that salary bump, everything you have around that certification mm -hmm. um, that you know, it really is a win-win for everybody. And I know we, yes. we struggle in Mexico to get Magento developers in general and then mm -hmm. to keep them um, because there is, there's sort of a culture of jumping from ship to ship there. And it seems like the grass is greener um, sometimes. Um, and uh, uh, well, we've had developers come back. So I know the grass isn't always greener. Sometimes That's it's right. sort of sun-dried. <laughs> and all That's kinds of dry and prickly <laughs> well you know the the phrase that i've heard and i will use half of it in this context here uh but uh uh let's hiring is guessing a uh, firing is knowledge so we're not i'm not talking about the firing part of it but when it comes to jumping ship being poached whatever whatever what perspective you want to look at it it's a guess you know, you don't know that the people you're working for, the merchants you're working with, the projects you're working on are going to be that much more interesting than anything else. And, and what I hear very regularly is salary is only one component to what motivates developers. 
another very big component is, am I working on stuff that's interesting, stuff that's challenging? Am I growing? Am I, am I, or is it basically the kind of the same thing all day, every day? And it's with that same thing every day that people get burned out. It gets boring uh, or, or too much work. You know, that's another thing like, okay, you might be promised 35, 40 hours, whatever a week. And then you come in and you're slammed with 60 hours a week. Um, and so what you have now works, which maybe you're happy with it. And maybe if you're not, that's fine. That's something to consider moving. But um, many cases, you know, the work-life balance is for, for a lot of agencies is taken into serious consideration and people and, and agencies have understand, stu, do our understanding now that you got to take care of your people uh, in order for them to want to stay. Yeah. And this is, this is the most important part now because there is zero unemployment rate in this industry to keep your developers happy. It's almost, it's almost like you're <laughs> flipped on head to say that you better or else something's going to happen. Yes. Uh, so I, I'm a hundred percent agreement with you on work, work life balance. Mm -hmm. I'm more of an outcome based. Uh, I, I am personally somebody that believes in what is it you're doing that comes, that gets an outcome. Mm -hmm. And I recently just read a blog that talked about, would you rather have a developer who's good enough that would complete something at 2 PM and then leave and go, or would you rather have them completed at 2 PM and then give them another task that they have to do by the end of the day yes. to keep just churning them. Uh, I know there is a space that everybody needs for creativity. I know I need that space for creativity. Uh, mm -hmm. And developers are exactly the same way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So at, yes. How, how do you like, so at Swift Daughter, how do you handle the, that sort of uh, the tipping point between how much productivity you want and how much creativity you give? That's a good question. Um, we, it's actually, I, I'm going to be really honest. It, it is not something I have given much thought to. So I don't think I will have a good answer to you. A uh, good answer for you specifically on that. However, um, one thing we do work very hard at is to not ask anybody for any overtime almost ever. Like we're, we're pushing on a project right now. We might have to ask, we're, we're, Jesse and I uh, might, my brother, who also he manages the development uh, for us, um, we might have to start asking for that a little bit, but this is like almost never have we asked for this. And so um, our goal is that people put in 35, 40 hours uh, and they're done for the done. Like I, if there's an emergency after hours emergency, unfortunately it's me that usually gets, that has to deal with it. Um, and that's kind of, I guess the advantage of being developer slash CEO is that slash account manager as well. Um, we're small, so I, I kind of end up wearing a lot of hats, but the buck stops here. And I, I am able to shield the, the other developers in, in a good number of cases from having to, again, stay extra um, and, and, and um, stay, spend too much time working uh, for us every week. Um, we also work to have a lot of conversations. Uh, we are, I think, weekly conversations with uh, people, I don't actually have them. Um, Jesse does uh, has spends more of those does, does more of those one on ones, where we are actively looking to say, how are you doing? Like, what can we do? Uh, one of one of our uh, one of our people there, uh, his wife had uh, had cancer, and so um, gave him a lot of flexibility. Like, I I understand like 
there's a lot of times you're not going to be able to work when that's fine. So, so working to, to understand who they are, what they're going through and to accommodate in every way possible. Um, maybe that gives them the space to be creative. Although it's, it's, it's a great point you bring up and it's not something I have actually given uh, much thought of as far as produ- production versus creativity. Yeah, it is. It is definitely a challenge, especially when you, when you are, you know, when you're, you need to, you need to show a profit, especially. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, that in general studies show giving people space for that leads to more productivity mm-hmm. uh, and, and having people there, there is a, a tipping, there is a definite benefit to not making people work too much. You make people work too much and they actually oh, yeah. become less productive. And I think that's, I mean, that's very well known and common in the, and especially in our industry, mm-hmm. when it's so easy to say, can you work until midnight? Oh, <laughs> yes. To get this thing it happens. Locked. It happens. And, and it, and it, just, and it kills me, I guess, actually, Brent, I'm going to, I'm going to re jump back to my, that question you just asked. I just had a, a, a brainwave because, well, let me just put it this way. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning, we do training and we do, uh, we build websites on the Magento platform and we're expanding out past that. Uh, but one in the past, the training has been pretty much entirely me. I've now hired a director of training. Uh, and so we're expanding out, but I realized, uh, and we had this revelation a couple, uh, a month or two ago, because ultimately for me, the challenge is training or agency training or agency. Like I get pulled in one direction or the other. Like right now it's all agency, like all, all hands on deck. We're, we're trying to get this, this project finished up. And in sometimes it's like more uh, training, like, wow, we have this great idea, you know, writing a book or whatever, like, uh, you know, it's, you get pulled one direction or another, but ultimately we, I've come to see that training, our training side cannot exist without the agency. Quality training cannot exist without the agency and the agency cannot exist without the training. Like the training, our, our goal is we're actually call it having a meeting uh, for a couple day getaway next week to discuss how we're going to implement this. But over the next month or two, my goal is to bring on our developers to give them that space even every day to work on the training side. So that, I guess that completely answers your question as you bring that up, that creative space. So they're able to um, help out on the training side. They're able to solve problems there. Um, They're able to write for the training side. Uh, All of this, I know will grow them as developers which makes it us to have better output for our merchants. It just kind of continues that whole flywheel. So um, yeah, that's, that is one thing I'm really, really excited about and I'm looking forward to uh, making a final, final implementation of that. Yeah. And I, I'll just make one last comment on that as a, you know, as a longtime business owner, I have realized that as you put more pressure to get those hours in, the mm-hmm. less you you suck the life out of that person. Yes. So all they're focused on is the hours and they're not actually focused on the outcome of what those hours should be. And That's it right. eventually <laughs> becomes you are only focused on completing a task, no matter what the task looks like at the end. And I can't tell you how many times somebody has taken some ticket explicitly, I think that's the right word, that is just done the way it says and not yep. think through what it what it should do. And going back to our certifications, you know, I, you know, I think every single project manager should be certified. They shouldn't maybe not have like 
again, going back to the level of testing we need, like project managers are listening to the, to the merchant and then they're implementing a solution based on what the merchant wants. And mm-hmm. then they're giving it to developer. And there's oftentimes maybe not a budget to have a review. There should be a review by an architect really, but sometimes yes. if there might, there's a feature that comes in, it gets requested, it gets put in, it gets pushed through and boom, it's launched and pretty soon you have the same exact feature that already exists in Magento. Because oh, yes. the, you know, the, at, a, at a basic level, the project manager uh, can't be responsible to know everything. Uh, but there's also not an easy way to get them to a point in which what should they know as a Magento project manager? You know, what are the things you should know? And then when should you hand that to an, uh, an expert to at least mm-hmm. double check it? Every time is my response. Um, (laughs) uh, And then as a developer, what is the responsibility of the developer to say, well, this is, this is stupid. Uh, Why would I do this? This exists. Like there's so many developers that are focused on completing that task, focused on getting their hours in and then (laughs) missing out the whole point of, oh, you know, am I doing this for a reason? (laughs) Absolutely. It's, it's, it's amazing. And then it, 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 makes the merchants so upset like over the course of time it's like why why did you build the same functionality out that already exists in magento or what i think is is just as bad is when a like you said there's someone we it's easy to become hyper focused explicitly on what the ticket says and you completely miss the big picture uh how is this supposed to fit in and uh and you produce semi-worthless functionality or flawed functionality in the system because you're not call it thinking big about what, how does this fit into the general process and uh, having developers who understand the big picture is incredibly valuable, incredibly valuable. Uh, And it, I think it goes is, is part of making someone an excellent developer. Yeah. And I, I can already see Joseph that we're going to have to do another follow-up interview on this because there's this there's so many topics that we can talk about and oh yeah <laughs> honestly i'm so interested in this you, uh, well you listed like 10 topics at the beginning and i was like <laughs> i i didn't say this but i was like yeah we might have to uh right. defer a couple of those <laughs> i know the, my, the first one i i i did with with yisa and i said let's just take let's do 15 minutes and i think he just did 15 minutes of pronouncing his name oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah there so, you go. um the yeah, so um, going back to the certifications, there is the associate certification that most developers should be able to pass. Mm-hmm. My question, in your opinion, is that one easier than, say, the front-end developer certification? Is, is there a baseline certification that any developer should be able to pass after six months? Yeah, I would definitely say the, so the associate, which now called the professional, I would say that one, any developer who's six months more, give or take, should be able to pass that. Um, it's not easy by any stretch. It's It still is, I would say, a very solid credential. Um, and so, you know, not to be just, okay, well, I, I'll just go review a few lines of code in the Magento core and I'll be able to pass that test. Um, it's, it's still difficult. The front end, on the other hand, I think I, I separate those based off a of job role. Uh, the professional is more for backend developers. There's literally no front end conversation on it. The front end test is 
nicely named for the front end developer. So if somebody is doing theme customizations, um, a little bit of JavaScript, mostly it's just like theme com customizations, some, uh, some working with less um, HTML, uh, block layout or the XML, that sort of thing. That's where they're going to be uh, kind of already going down the front end route. But otherwise, if you're working on the back end, creating modules, installing modules, um, working with, there's the final objective on there is talking about modifying categories and products, that sort of thing that you're going to be more, you're going to want to take that test. So if you're back in developer, more of the, uh, the associate or slash newly called professional developer test. Yeah. And I, I don't mean to confuse it. They, they did, they did change it and they probably changed it a year ago. So I, I should know by now, but oh, I'm uh, still trying to get those straight. <laughs> I'm still calling it Magento commerce. <laughs> it should be yeah. Adobe commerce. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and then as you stack up the, you know, that master architect or whatever, the one that hardly anybody has is probably the most difficult one. There's mm -hmm. a JavaScript test as well that I don't know what the, I'm not sure what the point of that test is anymore. We have one person with that certification on our team. Right. Um, but I think that they've already said the future is they're going to deprecate a lot of those technologies that are inside of, Mm -hmm. inside of the Magento front end. And uh, um, hopefully we end up with the Haifa theme, Hufa theme as our default front end. Uh, that'd be wonderful. Those, we, that's another conversation. <laughs> yes, that would be wonderful. I would love that. Yeah, and, and the, I agree that the JavaScript, it's a good test. Uh, and I think it's important where Magento is at now. Uh, could it be rolled up into the front end test? Yeah, probably. Like I, I me personally, I, I don't see as much value in having that separate test. Uh, not not a huge number of people have taken it, uh, but ultimately that technology that's covered in JavaScript is going to be very, well, I hope it's going to be changing here a lot. Like, right, we I mean, we have PWA coming out. Um, the Whova theme uh, might, might affect that just a little bit. Um, as, you know, as Knockout is eventually replaced with React, uh, the JavaScript test will eventually either have to be completely rewritten, which would not, I mean, it's a good test as it is, or um, personally, I, I think we, it would just be, should be rolled up into the front end test. Yeah. So just um, tell me the steps as a developer, what are my steps that I should take to get my certification? And let's just call it the associate, the, as a develop basic backend mm -hmm. developer, what are the steps I should take? Sure. Um, if you want to do it free, there is a uh, the, there is a Magento or a, yeah Magento study guide for every test. Uh, you can go to I think it's learning.adobe.com I think uh, slash certifications.html or something along those lines. Just search for Adobe certifications, and um, every test there has a, a free study guide. And uh, basically, what I tell people if you want to do take the free route, work through that free study guide. Um, it's going to ask you questions. It's going to list topics, go through and leave no stone unturned. One thing I commonly see in people's study, regardless of what methodology they use, is they get in and they say, oh, I don't know anything about, I'm just throwing an example out, uh, uh, tax in Magento. That sounds really hard. It sounds actually really difficult. I'm not going to study it as a result. And you add up enough, maybe if you, it was just one thing tax and maybe it gets squeaked by just fine, but you start up adding enough past that as well as leave room for that 10, 15% of gaps in your knowledge 
in general, um, you start really pushing against the limits of, of passing that test. And so the, I, the, one of the greatest, the best indicators that I have observed in people who do pass the test is curiosity. You say, what does this do? How does this do this? Why does this do this? Uh, being knowledgeable, especially on the backend test of how to use Xdebug on the front end test, being intimately familiar with Chrome developer tools. Okay, I see this topic on the study guide, the master architect. Okay, well, that's a really difficult test. Um, talking about Magento staging or content staging. Well, how the heck does that stuff work? Uh, where's those hooks, those um, areas that affects the Magento functionality? All of that kind of, it comes together. For example, if I remember correctly, uh, the Magento event uh, dispatcher class is replaced in staging with another class that introduces some uh, staging functionality. Um, again, talking about the master architect test, uh, the select statements, when you're selecting from a table that is content staging enabled, for example, catalog product entity, and I know I'm, I'm getting in the weeds here, but I, I hope I'm trying to demonstrate my point. Uh, it, it would be easy just to gloss over that and see that those SQL queries include a some extra call it gobbledygook to select, uh, I think it's the updated in or updated at uh, column values to put that within a range. We might say, well, how does that get in there? Why does that get in there? And that leads you into a Pandora's box of exactly how those SQL statements are constructed. And you start seeing that Magento staging actually influences that, which ultimately makes your development in the long run easier. So that's why I say it, it's kind of a whole process that comes together it makes the developer so much more knowledgeable. It's not about passing the test as much as it is ungrasping, not, not only grasping these concepts, like having a deep understanding of these concepts, which will help you very much in the long run. So um, curiosity is absolutely critical as you step through this study guide. Yeah, that's a great point. And I know talking to like Vin Icop and some of these early on developers that started yes. in Magento, they learned everything by reading the code. Yeah. Um, and I can remember, um, you know, I had aspirations of doing, um, of being a Magento trainer uh, and, uh, and, and getting, uh, there was a guy, Vitaly, that was their kind of mm -hmm. head of, uh, well, you've met him. Yeah, Super wonderful smart. person. And uh, I remember, I think it was like 2010, he interviewed me to be a, a, a trainer. And he started, he asked me, how much do I think I know about Magento? And I said, I'm sure I know 90%. And he laughed. And he proceeded to ask like four questions that I knew nothing about. And I <laughs> felt so, so little that yes. I, I, you know, anyways, I took a different path, let's just say. Um, yeah. But we came back together, you know, last year in Orlando, which we'll 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 end on our we'll end on the Magento community and Magento U. But I sure. I agree, curiosity is the key. And going back to as an agency owner and as a developer, as a developer, you need to insist on some of that space you need. You need mm -hmm. to you need to be creative and think about curious about why you want why something is doing something so absolutely you, you that's get it on that key any tick you, you get ask why why what is the point of this where is it going mm -hmm. anybody is going to appreciate that they're gonna that you've asked this question and you are saying what is the ultimate goal of this if it's not clear in that in that requirement 
Uh, yes. What is the ultimate goal of this thing you're asking me to do? And that's going to help everybody understand what the outcome of that thing is if it's not mm -hmm. clear already in the ticket, if the ticket's not well-written. If the ticket's well-written, it always, it always should be there already. But yes. let's face it, most of the time, it's not. Uh, no, 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 definitely not. I, I, I agree. Uh, yeah, it's... Well, let me just put it this way. I found, well, back to the tickets. I know this is a little bit off track, but uh, the t in the tickets, I found the user stories can be really helpful to presenting the big picture. Uh, a well done user story, but I, that at least gets me barking up, bark, barking up the right tree, I find, um, in, getting, in presenting the big picture. Um, but back on the certifications, obviously, um, as you mentioned in the beginning, and kind of how I got started in the Magento training space was those study guides, the practice tests, and um, and also courses. So uh, for example, on the course that I've written for the uh, uh, professional developer, previously the associate developer, I don't take the approach there of, okay, of basically the study guide. Here's, here's, the, here's the points you need to understand and know. Yes, I do have a study guide that I include in it, but the course is specifically designed, we build a module together and I walk you through every single step of building this module. Um, my thinking, it's my goal is to have it be like a senior developer sitting down with somebody more junior and saying, hey, here's, here's how we're going to do this. Here is why I'm doing this. Here is where you find this information. Um, and, and there's even, I've included my mistakes in there. Like I'm writing something, uh, I pull up the web browser window, I refresh it, whatever. And I, there's an error. Okay. Well, how do we go fix this error? What types of information will be helpful to solving this problem? It's again, I, I view this, the courses as a way to, uh, provide a developer the full breadth of experience uh, and knowledge in, in, with the goal of then going and passing the test. So it's kind of a, a bigger vision than just passing the test, which again goes into the idea of that training phase represents 80% of the value that you will get uh, from, from call it the overall certification process. Yeah, good. Yeah. So, okay. So why don't you tell us about your book? Yeah, definitely. Um, this is my, uh, the, the proof that I have here. It's not the final cop uh, edition. Um, hopefully the, we'll get them in late June. We'll get those actually back from the printer. It's gonna be a hardcover book. Um, and basically this is my story of, of debugging. Um, I have tons of stories in there, but it's, it, the goal is to show, to walk developers through what does it take to be a great developer. As somebody who's both hired developers, interviewed people, and uh, been a am a developer myself. Um, debugging is seems to be one of the greatest lacking of not features uh, characteristics of a developer. Um, it's easy to build right code, but coming back in and effectively and quickly solving that problem, uh, solving problems, there's just. I believe we can accelerate that process. By the time you get to be a senior developer, many people have those ideas already figured out. But my goal is to accelerate the process from being a junior level developer, mid-level developer up into be a senior developer. But ultimately, I believe that there's a step beyond being a senior developer because a senior developer could be just a title. But I believe that a there is a even better title that we should aspire to be. And that is a great developer. I'm kind of pulling off of Jim Collins, good to great I, um, idea there. Um, and that is 
it comes back to our, even our perspective on solving problems. And that's what the first uh, five chapters talks about in the book is how do we approach solving problems? Are we going to be a good asset? Are we a good asset to the company that we were working for, the merchants that we're solving problems for? So that's what the first five chapters are. Uh, and I should say, you can see I, we have comics uh, in really, really good comics, like comics, like they're not just, um, I don't know, normal life comics. These are comics specifically for developers. So they're really good. And I think you um, that especially for me, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll, uh, you'll, I'll be sending you a copy uh, when we get them. Um, but then I, I present a framework uh, called the TAD framework. TAD's a friendly, nice guy, although except he's not a guy, he's, he's an idea. Um, and, and it's, it's, I call it the debugging framework. It's, it's an acronym for take an inventory, attempt a fix, and then do it again. Many developers, again, in this whole idea of debugging, they get locked into what they perceive as the solution. They keep hammering on that solution, hammering on it only to spend 18, six or eight, 16 or more hours. Oh crap. That was not the right solution in the first place. Um, Instead, if they take an inventory, gather the information, attempt to fix, okay, does this information lead me to something that I can actually start solving the problem? Do it again. At that point, do I need to get somebody else involved on the team? Maybe somebody else has more information. And when I do, I am going to present my findings to them. So they're coming into this informed. I am not just throwing this ticket over to them saying, hey, I can't do this. Um, it's I'm coming to them as an informed developer needing another informed developer's advice. So that's the second part. And then the third part, the last part of this book is um, the strategies that I've learned over the uh, over my 10 years of building e-commerce applications, things that I call them tools, um, ways to approach problems, um, common pro and then associate with the common problems that I've dealt with, how do I then solve those problems? So uh, I genuinely believe this book will radically change of so many developers lives as they solve problems on a daily basis for merchants. That's great. Yeah. Um, I'm al already envisioning having a tech, uh, tech edition development, uh, version of this, uh, podcast. We did do a tech edition with Lars Rotig on PWA. So oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we definitely have to do a follow-up on this. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So you said June, it's going to be available. I'll put the well, we'll July 1st is my July 1st, 1st of okay. July is, is what I'm, what I'm targeting. Yes. Great. Um, and I'll put, we'll, we'll put some show notes together on this and, and make yeah, sure yeah. there's links in there. Uh, so people can, yeah. uh, can purchase the book. Um, all right. So we have a few minutes left. Um, mm -hmm. Give us your shameless plug. I know you already gave one in the beginning, but let's hear it again. Sure. Yeah. So um, we at Swift daughter, I'll, I'll focus on more of the training side, but um, we at Swift daughter, my goal is to uh, make developers into great e-commerce developers or make develop e-commerce developers into great e-commerce developers. Um, that comes through technical training. It comes in the, in the form of this book uh, through uh, call it soft skills. And in really that is a huge area of focus of mine. I want to help developers be absolutely excellent, outstanding rockstar developers. Um, because I believe that they're heroes, e-commerce developers are heroes. They keep the, the food on the table for merchants. And 
my goal is to be able to help people through that. So again, technical training, uh, helping with certifications, the whole process to becoming certified um, is a big, huge thrust of mine is a focus on debugging, helping developers become excellent, excellent debuggers, um, solving problems quickly and effectively. So um, that's that part. And of course, I love building Magento applications as well. We've solved some really difficult challenges um, in with the works uh, work we've done with our merchants and absolutely love working on that. And it, it, again, if both of those fuel each other, we have, we get really practical real life problems from our merchants and we are able to anonymize that, but take the basic idea and turn that into training it, that influences what we build. So all of that kind of works together to make highly effective developers as we build web, our web websites for our merchants, as well as highly effective training for developers worldwide. That's great. And I only wish you could be more passionate about what you believe in. <laughs> That's oh, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So um, uh, my my little tidbit, uh, we are pushing an idea for January of 2022. And mm -hmm. as you know, Peter Manichek always had the Magento community come together and help update tests and materials. Um, so I am proposing a hackathon, an Adobe hackathon in Orlando, Florida in January of 2022. Uh, it could grow into a Meet Magento. I don't know, but right now we're gonna, we're gonna focus on the hackathon. I would like to involve ADLS, uh, Adobe Learning Services as well. So um, I mm -hmm. think I'm trying to get as many people on board with this idea as possible. Sure. Uh, who could go wrong with, uh, with with Disney World in January, especially when you live in Minnesota. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but, um, and then why haven't we ever done a Magento event in Orlando? I, I just don't understand it. There's always one in Vegas, and Orlando is the Vegas of Florida without the gambling. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind missing out on it. Right. So that's, uh, that's yeah. my, uh, that's my push right now. And uh, again, I appreciate you being here. We're going to definitely have to do a follow up on this. There's so many topics we can talk about. Uh, I, again, this is an unscripted podcast. So we just kind of go where we go. But I feel like we can, we have a lot of very interesting, interesting things to talk about uh, in the future. So uh, Joseph, again, thank you for being here. Thank you. And uh, uh, have a great day. You too. It was excellent being a part of this. Thanks for having me on. Magento Creative, partnering with the client to help fulfill their strategic growth, serving the world as an Adobe Gold partner and Big Commerce Elite partner. Magento, the code of commerce. This episode has been sponsored by the partner of choice for technology, infrastructure, and enterprise-level digital solutions, an AWS Select Consulting Partner, eWay Corporation, forward together. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce, new shows out every week.